One of the most beautiful books ever written, and especially about prayer, is Rav Kook's Siddur, the Oilas Re'iya. With Rav Kook's commentary on the Siddur, it's actually a book I merited over the years a couple of times to learn with my Rebbe, Rav Weinberger. And among the things Rav Kook writes in introductions is as follows. Listen carefully to this piece from Rav Kook about prayer. Prayer can never reach its fulfillment without having the thought that in truth, the soul, she is always praying. She is always flying and rushing to her beloved without any stop at all. It's only that at the actual time of prayer, when one is physically praying, then the soul's constant prayer is revealed in actuality. And this is the subtlety, the pleasure, the glory, and the beauty of prayer when it is likened to a rose that opens its beautiful leaves to greet the morning dew or to greet the rays of the sun that shines upon her with its light. And therefore, halavai, if only a person would pray for the entire day. What's Rav Kook saying here? What Rav Kook taught us is that to really daven, one has to know that those moments, those minutes, those hours each day that we actually physically with our physical bodies and mouths daven is when we allow our soul's constant, constant yearning and striving rushing to the Beloved, when we actually physically, those minutes or hours during the day when we David, we allow the soul to express itself. That's the time we allow the soul to express what it's always doing, which is why Rav Kook says that the glory and beauty of prayer is when you meditate, <clears throat> think about a rose that opens its leaves to greet the dew or the sun rays. When you physically with your body and mouth davening, it's opening up to allow the soul that's in you to be greeted with the rays of God that shines upon it. Prayer, what is prayer? Prayer is when the soul, like the Zohar says, that the ladder that Jacob saw in his dream with angels ascending and descending, the, chal- the sulam, mutzav artza, the ladder, is, is prayer, is tefillah, tzleisa. Prayer is the time that your soul with the rest of reality, with the stars and the angels and all the vegetation throughout the world, throughout all the jungles in the world, every blade of grass, every leaf, all animals, everything is singing to God, always in a state of prayer, constantly going towards God. And tefillah, which means connection, is that time of day when you allow your soul, you open up the petals, like you're like a flower rose that opens up your mouth. You know, the Zohar says that the lips are like flower petals. You open them up so that your neshama, your soul could fly through you up to Hashem and allow that connection to manifest in your body. That's what prayer is, Rav Kook says. And it's based on, of course, what the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya in chapter 19. In chapter 19 of Tanya, the Alter Rebbe says the same idea. Well, that's where Rav Kook gets it from, that the soul is likened to a spark of flame. Ner Hashem Nishmas Adam, the candle of God is the soul of man. That just like a candle, a flame always, always is going upwards to reach its source. So to the soul of a human being, of a Jew, is always going up towards Hashem always wanting to connect to God and prayer is the time that you allow your soul to do that 
But I want to say something that's very important. You know, a young woman just yesterday asked me about being consistent. How could a person be constant and consistent in the service of Hashem and davening? So you know that King David is the one that said, I am prayer. King David was the ultimate prayer, the one that prayed, that wrote the book of Tehillim. And you know, King David is likened to the moon, to the moon. And the moon always waxes and wanes. The moon gets bigger and smaller, up and down. And if you look at the life of King David, you know, King David is one of those figures that Bible scholars like to make fun of, ascribe to him all sorts of sins, etc., etc. And our sages taught us, I mean, you don't need the sages. Look at the book of Tehillim. You see who King David was. But he was the one that didn't seem to be constant and consistent in his connection to God, right? I mean, but it seems like he did all these sins and he had ups and downs. But don't you understand that that's the secret of va'anit fila? I am prayer. Prayer is not about being holy. Prayer is not about being holy. Prayer is about being real and authentic and one with God. You don't have to be holy to be one with God. The moon is always receiving light from the sun. It's just that sometimes it waxes and wanes. And that's the secret of King David, and that's the secret of Tefillah. Chesidus teaches us, don't think that to daven, to open up the petals of your rose, is only when you're feeling holy, or you're feeling happy, or things are going good in life. The opposite, King David wrote the book of Tehillim when he was surrounded by enemies, surrounded by people that hated him, including his own family members and those that were closest to him. King David had the hardest life, he fell, and his best friend, his best friend that people make fun of, etc., was also killed. He lost everything, and King David had a hard life, but that's why he was able to write the book of Tehillim. To be a good davener means to know, to be like the moon, to receive the light like the rose, like the moon waxes and wanes. You're always getting the light of God, even after you sinned. You know, Hasidim used to say, that if you do the worst sin in the Torah and you can't daven with joy five minutes later, you haven't even entered the world of Hasidus. Because Hasidus teaches that Torah Judaism isn't about what level you're on. Who cares what level you're on? What is this, like children? It's about connecting to Hashem. And so who cares? You sinned last night. So now the moon is completely dark. You know, sometimes the moon has no light. You don't see any light. It's a completely dark night. And you daven anyway with joy to Hashem. And this truth of King David of Anit Fila, I am prayer, that prayer is a state of existence. It's not just something you do. It's a way of being. It's opening up to the truth of your soul. King David's great-great-grandson, Chizkiah, taught the prophet. Isaiah, prophecy is about receiving from God. Yeshaya Hanavi, Isaiah, prophecy is about receiving the light from God. But the secret of King David, the secret of the moon, is reflecting it back up. Not just receiving. Chizkiah taught Yeshaya that even if the sharp sword is on your neck, it doesn't matter, no matter how dark it is. King David teaches the secret of I am prayer. Reveal the truth that your soul is one with God. Prayer is that time that you open up to the deeper and higher parts of your own consciousness, which is Hashem. Who cares if the sword is on your neck or you sinned? Keep davening, keep davening, keep davening. And so when we speak about consistency, is the moon constant? Well, it is in the fact that it's always getting light from the sun, but it doesn't always reflect it back. 
Davening doesn't mean you're always holy. It means that no matter what level you're on, you feel you're still only one with Hashem. You might not be able to reflect that back at this point. Davening, you know, Chassidus explains that davening, tshuva, and kriyashma, and Shabbos are all the same thing. Davening, saying the Shema, Shabbos, and Tshuva is when you allow the soul that's in you to feel that you're one with Hashem again, which is what davening really is. And so it doesn't matter if you actually achieve anything, whatever, it's being cognizant of who you really are. And so today is the 15th of Av, and we know that all the holy books there, Rizal teaches that the reason that the Mishnah says that this is the greatest yantav ever and it's all about marriage is because it's a full moon, it's the 15th of Av. But the Rebbe Rashab asks, there are many, Pesach, Sukkot, they're all on the 15th, they're all a full moon. But Chasidus explains that the secret of this day is that when Mashiach comes, after the descent of Tishabav. The destruction of the temple and Golis exile and everything we've been through all the centuries and centuries of exile and especially over the past couple of decades, etc., etc. So the Lubavitcher of our generation said that the yontav of this day, the tshuva of Tubav is as follows, that when God created the world, he intended to reveal his light with Torah mitzvahs. But the ultimate truth of tshuva of the moon is that the craziness and the sins and the descents and the darkness that we've and the impurity we've all fallen into so much, when God first created the world, He didn't even think that He could be revealed in such a low place. But the secret of Anit Fila, of tshuva, of repentance, is that we Jews do a chiddush, a novelty even for God, and connect to God and Davin even from that place even from that impurity, because essentially the moon doesn't need to receive its light from the sun, because when Mashiach comes, we'll see that we the Jews and God's essence, Atmos, the moon and the sun, are essentially one. So even after doing the worst sin of the Torah, one could still daven to Hashem with complete joy.